0: You're listening to the Do The Damn Thing podcast with Liz Heron, episode 22. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Do The Damn Thing podcast. My name is Liz Heron and I am your personal cheerleader, helping you get off your butt and on your way to trying something new, facing your fears, or realizing your dreams. No matter what your damn thing is, whether it's asking for a raise at work, organizing your house... Getting out of that toxic relationship or pursuing your passion project, this show will provide you with real world, tangible tips and inspiration so you can live the life you deserve. If you're ready to do the damn thing, then you have come to the right place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's jump in. Hello, friends. How are you doing today? Me, I'm doing amazing. Because right after I record this episode, I'm heading down to San Diego for my favorite time of year. It's better than Christmas. It's better than New Year's. It's better than everything. It is Comic-Con. So (laughs) if you don't know, Comic-Con is a pop culture convention. It started out as a comic book convention like 50 years ago, and it has evolved into a pop culture convention. They have them all over the world now, but it started in San Diego about 50 years ago. I think this is the 50th anniversary is this year. And um, I started attending Comic-Con about 10 years ago and absolutely... Fell in love. Like, I fell in love with all of the people. I fell in love with the costumes. I fell in love with the booths and like the artists. I just love all of it. And so it is my absolute favorite time of year. I love going down there. Uh, I know I've mentioned it on the show before, but I am an enthusiasm junkie, which means I love when people are excited and passionate about something to the point where they must share it with others. It's one of the reasons I became a life coach was to help people find that thing for themselves. And at Comic-Con, it's just thousands of people who are so excited about something, whether it's a comic book, whether it's an artist, a movie, a character, fashion, role-playing, like it's everything. And they're so excited that they absolutely must share it with people. And the beauty of Comic-Con is it's a place where you can always find someone else who is just as excited about your thing as you are. Like, how great is that? And what I also love about it is that I then get to also discover a bunch of stuff that I didn't know anything about. Like, I, um, I'm trying to think like what I didn't know about when I first started going there it was probably everything. Um, but oh, I had no idea about Doctor Who when I first started attending Comic Con like ten years ago. And I know that show's been around for a while, but it just wasn't it just wasn't in my like atmosphere or whatever. And when I started going to Comic Con and and started, you know, hearing about it and people would be so excited about it or there were just different things or talking to people about it, it became something that I learned about and was really excited about. And so that is why I love Comic Con. So it is such a great place. It's like it's I'm just on a high for like five days. Like I go down on preview night and I stay until the end. And it's just it is so invigorating. It is so I get so much energy from being down there. The only thing I am not crazy about when it comes to Comic Con are the zombies. <laughs> there's a lot of them. Um, yeah, in case you don't know, I'm terrified of zombies, and there are so many of them at Comic Con. Um, thanks to shows like you know The Walking Dead or Fear the Walking Dead or other shows, other movies. So there's can be an awful lot of zombies down there. But I have learned to steer clear of them. So. That's good. Although I still do break out in like nervous sweats when I see them. So, all right. So speaking of things that terrify us, let's talk about big, scary goals. So big, scary goals are the goals that you dream up and that you have, but that seem completely impossible from the starting point of where you are right now. And, you know, it could be, you know, like losing 30 pounds or starting your own business or finding your soulmate, right? It's a goal that you want to accomplish, but one that your brain has a lot of chatter around. It has a lot to say about this this goal. Your brain's going to tell you it can't be done. Your brain's going to question who you think you are to even have that goal. Your brain is going to, it might mock you. It might, you know, get angry. Like it's... Your brain's going to have a lot to say about these kind of goals because they they stretch you and they push you. And like, aren't brains fun? They're so fun. No wonder zombies want to eat them. (laughs) Brains and zombies. So when you set a big scary goal, your brain is going to come up with all sorts of reasons why it's impossible. And that's great. It means you have a working brain. So yay, yay for working brains. Your brain is actually helping you create a roadmap to that scary goal, right? So with all of the reasons why it'll never happen for you, your brain's actually doing you a favor. I know it doesn't seem like it, but when it comes up with all the reasons why it won't work, it's showing you where your work is. It's showing you your next steps. So let's be grateful for all of that chatter and that nonsense. So when you think about your big scary goal and you're putting it down and you're really kind of, you know, maybe trying to map it out and figure out what what the next step is, I want you to write all the reasons Why that you're, you know, right? All the reasons that your brain comes up with for why you can't do it, why this won't happen for you. Get them all out of your head. Because when they're in your head, they're just swimming around. And it's like a, I think of it like a marinade, right? Like it's just like the flavors are getting stronger. Like it's all just kind of stewing in those juices and they're feeding off of each other. And it's just, once you get them out onto paper, you can kind of look at them a little bit more objectively and really start going through them one by one and see if, like, is this even true, right? Like, is there evidence? Can you find evidence to refute it, right? And to be like, nope, that's not true. We're going to throw that out or, you know, or come up with a strategy to solve it, right? Like if one of the things is that you can't start your business until you come up with a logo. Well, right, that's not really true. (laughs) You could start a business without a logo. You could start a business without a website. You could start a business without just about anything. But our brains will come up with ideas and think that those are true, right? Or like, you know, you can't, You can't lose weight right now because, you know, the holidays are coming in three months. (laughs) It's a terrible time to lose weight, right? So your brain's going to come up with all those ideas and you get them out of your head and onto paper. And, you know, there could be things that actually are true. Like, oh, I, you know, I'm trying to think of something that you would need to have, whether maybe it's a website or something, but you come up with a strategy to solve for it. So for example, my big scary goal is to sign 20 clients by the end of the year or to have 20 clients by the end of the year. So my brain has all sorts of reasons why that can't happen, right? It could be like, oh, people don't really know what life coaching is. Uh, I don't have a big social media following. I think I probably need one of those. I just started. I just opened my my practice full time. So it's going to take years to build a practice, right? It goes on and on. Uh, for someone wanting to lose weight, your brain might say, oh, you don't have any time to exercise, oh my gosh, the kids are going to complain about eating healthy if you try to get them to you know, to give up sugar or whatever. Um, you're going to have to make two different dinners every night. You're not going to be able to eat out ever again. It's too expensive to join a gym. You've tried a bunch of diets. None of them work. right? Like Your brain's going to come up with all of these things, these obstacle thoughts. And they're like clues helping you to identify the work you need to do. And I love when these thoughts come up because I go into detective mode. I'm like Olivia Benson from like Law and Order. I'm like interrogating each thought and asking like, is this really true? Is this really a fact? How do I know this is true? (laughs) Right. Or is this just a thought that I'm thinking? And where does that come from? And sometimes thoughts can feel really true. Right. And when that happens, I look for evidence to contradict it. Right. Because it can't be a fact unless we all agree on it. So, you know, will the kids really complain about eating healthy? Yeah, they might. Right. Or they might just like it. Right. And let's say they do complain. Okay. They, if they do complain. Is that really a reason to not eat healthy or to not lose weight? Right. So if you turn all of those thoughts into mysteries and you start asking the questions, you'll be able to kind of punch holes in them or find strategies to solve them. And so what I love is when your brain comes up with like really crazy thoughts, like not even stuff that like matters right now, right? Like if you do lose that much weight, none of your clothes are going to fit. You're going to have to buy all new clothes. And where are we getting that kind of money from? <laughs> like Your brain's going to do that. And I always imagine the, um, the character from the Pixar film Inside Out, the fear one, just kind of like running around and like not really being helpful and just kind of like scared of everything and coming up with all these things. And that's kind of imagine some of these questions as right. Like, and so for those kinds of thoughts, I will simply comfort my brain by telling it like, yeah, we don't need to worry about that right now. And sometimes that's all your brain needs is just to be told like, that's not really a problem we need to solve. Like go solve another problem. Right. And when as, when you have written down all your thoughts, you can then go through that list and kind of say like, okay, so this thought about like needing a bunch of money for my new wardrobe and I lose all this weight, like that's not really something I need to solve for right now. We could put that on the back burner. Oh, but this other one about like childcare while I go to the gym or while I work out, like, okay, what let's brain let's figure that out. So it's giving your brain something else to do that. Like actually matters. And so after you've gone through or after you have your list of obstacles and you've gone through them and you're either coming up with your strategies or you're, you know, kind of mixing the other things, right? So things that you actually are like, okay, yeah, this is, this is going to be either like an obstacle or this is something I need to solve for. Once you've come up with your strategy, think about the one thing that you can do from where you are today that would get you closer to your goal. So is it meal prepping Is it emailing potential clients? Is it telling people that you've started a new business, right? So identify one action that's going to get you closer to your goal and do it. And remember, like big scary goals do not happen overnight. We want to take one action and immediately expect to see like, okay, is this working? Is it not working? Right. We want evidence right away, but that's not the way it works. So you're going to have to take an action and have faith that it's working. And take another action the next day <laughs> and have faith that it's working, right? And, and you're just gonna have to kind of build that. So you're just gonna have to keep taking action and keep having some faith and enjoy the process, right? Because you need this time to become the person who accomplishes that goal. Because if you were already that person, you'd already have the goal, right? So this is this journey, this of taking action and having faith and really believing. All of this is the process of you becoming. The person who accomplishes this goal. And how exciting is that? Like, that's where all the fun happens. That's where all this, like, I don't know, like the, it's like, it's, I get all like squirrely and squiggly when I think about it. Like, I just think it's so cool to be like, you get to witness this transformation for yourself. Because if you were just already like, boom, 40 pounds thinner, thinner, or if I already had 20 clients, all those things, like, I wouldn't be ready. I wouldn't know what to do. Right, so it's like you need this time to kind of figure it out, figure out what works, what doesn't work, and like who you are in that process. So, and I know that that can be hard for people because it's like we always want something like right away, and we want to make sure that it's working right away. And I think that's one of the pe- reasons why people, you know, shy away from setting big goals. I think there's two reasons. I think one of them is that they think it's going to be hard or no fun, right? They don't want it. it's oh, it's gonna be a lot of work, right? But Yeah. But that's just a thought. Like it's not a fact. You can just as easily think it's going to be so fun figuring out how to do this. It's going to be so exciting to see the person I become in this process. Right. You have a choice in the thoughts that you think. The other reason I think people don't set big, scary goals is because they're afraid of how they're going to feel if they don't accomplish them right? Like they think they're going to feel bad if they fail, fall short of the goal or if they fail. And I know that's been true for me in the past. It's like, I haven't wanted to say a big goal out loud because it's like, oh my gosh, what if I don't make it? <laughs> right? like Are people going to think that, you know, it's like you have all of these thoughts about it. And I think I have a couple of things to say about that. One is, I mean, do you think you're going to feel good never having tried to achieve your goals? I doubt it. You're probably going to feel even worse. I mean, I think there was a study recently, I don't know if it's recently, but I know that it's been, it's kind of out there about like a nurse who had taken a survey of people on their deathbeds and about their regrets. And the number one regret was, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. That's heavy. That's like the end of your life. Imagine having that as your regret, right? So think of that the next time you're worried that not hitting your goal might make you feel bad. Because you're gonna feel a lot worse if you don't even try. And really, like if you go for a goal and you don't accomplish it, if you feel bad, it's because of what you're making it mean. Right. So if you're if you go for a goal and you don't make it and you think, see, I'm a failure. I'll never be able to do this. I knew it. Yeah, you're gonna feel bad. <laughs> you're gonna feel really shitty. But you could also think, well, I definitely learned a lot. I'm a lot closer to my goal than I was this time last year. I know what works and what doesn't work for me, right? Which of those thoughts is going to make you feel better? You get to choose the thoughts you think. I know that's crazy. So many times we think that we're just at the mercy of like whatever our brain wants to tell us, but it's not true. You get to choose the thoughts you think and how they make you feel, right? So you get to, you get to decide. And really, I mean, will you feel bad if you lose 25 pounds, but not 30? Like, will I be a failure if I have 15 clients instead of 20 at the end of the year? Hell no, (laughs) I'm going to be so excited and I'm I'm gonna keep working toward that goal, right? So it's like, if you lose 25 pounds, but your goal is to lose 30 pounds, do you just go, oh, well, so much for that. I guess we're gonna give all this up. Like, no, you're gonna keep working toward that goal and you're gonna have a lot more knowledge under your belt about how to hit that goal. You're gonna know what works, what doesn't work and just because you don't hit your goal by the deadline that you've set it doesn't mean that we stop working toward it right like i know there's that saying about um shooting for the moon right it's like oh you know shoot for the moon because even if you don't make it you'll end up in the stars and i love that and i totally like i get the concept behind that about like aim high because you know you'll get further than if you aim lower like i totally get all that but i also don't think that like you're just going to float around in the stars and be like, well, I guess this is, you know, this is where I live now. It's just in the stars. It's like, no, if you have a goal and you get close to achieving it, you don't just give up on it, right? You're not going to float around in space and be like, well, this is it. No, you're going to keep trying to get to the moon. And now, except now you're going to be a lot closer. You're starting from a lot closer, right? Like you have less space to go (laughs) in space to the moon. Do you know what I mean? I think you you are, uh, I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. I think you get it. So, okay. So now I want to hear from you. What is your big, scary goal? Okay. I'm going to post this on my post this question on all of my social channels. So make sure you follow me. And I want you to tell me the goal that is scaring the hell out of you and why. Like what's your biggest obstacle to it? Okay. And as always, if you want to talk about how I can help you with your goal, email me at hello at dot and we'll set up a time to chat. Okay. My fabulous friends. I hope you have a great week. I hope you are setting big, scary goals that scare you as much as zombies scare me. <laughs> and I will talk to you when I am back from Comic-Con. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please subscribe, share with your friends, or leave a review on iTunes. As we grow the show, I would love to hear from you. What damn thing did you accomplish this week? Is there a topic you're dying for me to explore on the show? Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at DoTheDamnThingShow, and let me know. I can't wait to connect with you and hear all about the action you're taking in your life. In the meantime, get out there and do the damn thing.